Hey, congratulations on the victory, 49er fans. I'm Grant Cohn. I don't root for the team. I don't really care that they won tonight. If they had lost, that would have been fine too, but they won. And we need to give them some serious praise because a win is a win in the NFL uh, in this parody league where every team's just different degrees of mediocre. Fifty Shades of Mediocre. That's what they should call the NFL. Okay, let's talk about the Niners. Love to hear your thoughts. I'll give you my thoughts. Let's start with the slow start. So the Niners beat the Chargers. Everyone expected the Niners to beat the Chargers. I think the Niners expected the Niners to beat the Chargers. I think the Chargers expected the Niners to beat the Chargers. We expected a bigger victory, though. I expected 28-14, uh, 27-17, something like that. Defense did its job, although it had a slow start. Offense didn't really step up until the very end. So we'll talk about the offense in a bit. But the slow start, it was the offense, it was the defense. The defense couldn't cover anyone in the first half gave up 16 points in the first half to a terrible offense shut them down in the second half so where did that come from how did the Niners start off so slow well to me that is a reflection of the head coach sorry to start off negative but the Niners are coming off a bye week you know the, the deal with Andy Reid when Andy Reid has extra time to prepare you're screwed he wins and all of his genius coaching comes through because he's had extra time Kyle was like the Chargers were the team that looked like they were coming off a bye week. So what is the, what is the, the failing of Kyle in, in that respect? Well, to me, a head coach, I mean, his number one job is to stress the importance of every game. Every game. Really important. You could lose any game. And Kyle didn't do that, in my opinion. I mean, this was a, a team that had a week off, beat the Rams, once again, everyone's calling the Niners contenders, saying they're the scariest team in the league. The Niners believed it. Everyone said the Chargers are trash. They're very banged up. The Niners believed it. And all of a sudden, they're losing to the Chargers. Uh, it seemed like, you know, kind of like what happened to the Raiders today. All right, The Raiders lost to the Colts, who suck. And they just fired their coach. And they have this new coach, Jeff Saturday, who everyone thinks is a freaking joke, although he just won today. And so McDaniel's job with the Raiders was to stress to his team, hey, we could lose this game. We got to take this as seriously as any other game. They didn't because McDaniels is not a good head coach, and they lost to Jeff freaking Saturday. Kyle won because his team is way better than the Chargers. Eventually, the Niners' talent just took over, as it should have all game. But they were losing in the fourth quarter. They had 13 points with about... Eight minutes left. So I think this shows that Kyle Shanahan, although they're five and four, maybe you want to throw him a parade, he's not exactly Andy Reid. I mean, to, to come out that flat after a bye week is totally a reflection of the coach. And frankly, even though the defense didn't perform great in the first half, it shut out the Chargers in the second half, gave up 16 points total. That's a very good performance. It was the offense that really still is underperforming and made this game closer than it needed to be. Um, so still waiting for the 49ers head coach to sort of like join the party this season. You know, um, really, really, really talented team that consistently plays down to its opponents unless the opponent is 
in the NFC West. Otherwise, the Niners will pretty much hang with anyone unless that team is the Chargers. So we're 10 weeks in, and I don't know what to make of this team. They consistently play down to their opponents, but they could go 6-0 and in the NFC West and win the division and lose first round in the playoffs. I don't know. I, I, they took care of business tonight, but this, is, this was not a performance that makes you feel like, hey, this is, I have no more questions about this team. They're going to take off from here. Like this, this is another game where you're like, okay, so they let the Chargers hang around. What's going to happen when the Niners face a playoff team? What's going to happen in January when they have to face Philly or Dallas? Is it me or was there zero play action tonight? Uh, there was until Jimmy Garoppolo got sacked on a play action pass and they took that out. What do you think of Greenlaw getting ejected? I thought there was no need for him to be ejected and I hope he doesn't get suspended. I expected it. Um, if you hit a quarterback that hard in the head, they're probably going to throw you out. I don't think he meant to hit Herbert that hard in the head. It's just the way the league tries to protect their quarterbacks and Herbert is one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, so I'm not surprised they gave him that protection. Um, if they find Dre Greenlaw, hopefully Kyle Shanahan pays for it. Dylan says we need to get rid of McGlinchey ASAP. He is bad. I've been trying to tell you guys. People that, that like defend him for a living, shame on you. Sacramento Mike says the defensive adjustments after halftime. Yeah, absolutely. Agree. Also, the Chargers have no one, no one on offense. What's the point of Debo in our offense? I don't know. I'll talk about that in a minute. Do you think the league knew Debo wouldn't sustain success and that's why the Niners didn't get any great offers for him this offseason? I think it's possible. I mean, I think the word's out on Debo. I think the word is that great player, but questionable professionalism. I mean, you saw him at the Warriors game this weekend. He was guzzling Mike and Ike's. I'm sorry. Like, you are a, a professional athlete who gets paid 20-plus million dollars a season and you got a sweet tooth and you're like five pounds overweight. And you're the guy that wears the t-shirt in the shallow end of the pool. Like, stop eating Mike and Ike's. I'm sorry. I bet you Nick Bosa doesn't have that kind of a sweet tooth. I bet you he's not crushing a thousand calories of sugar late at night. Stop, Debo. You're not a, you're not a first contract youngster anymore. You're, you're, the, you're the peak of your profession. Act like it. Seabass says, am I blind or did Sh- uh, Shannon's Cam not run plays to Debo or CMC with, with both lined up in the backfield? Five wide receivers, two running backs. Shake my head. Lack of creativity still. Yeah, man. I mean, you give this guy all this firepower, 22 points against the Chargers? Not impressive. Nathan Flores is so much firepower week 10 in the Niners. Only scored 16 on offense minus the two field goals. Seems like last year versus the Colts after a bye, but with different results. Need more points in the playoffs. Yeah, man. I mean, Christian McCaffrey was supposed to fix everything. Gregory Young says, if Andy Reid coached this team, they would have hung 50 points on this beat-up Chargers team. Grant, Debo with cheese looks so slow. Debo with cheese. I'm telling you. Um... Also, if Mike McDaniel coached this team, they'd be putting up 30, 40 points a game. Look what he's doing in Miami. Mike McDaniel is a genius. Maybe not a genius, but he's really smart. 808 Niner says, what's the purpose of having CMC and Debo in the backfield if he's going to motion one of them one way and run the opposite way of the motion? Isn't the point of the motion to create space to run at? I don't know. You'd have to answer. You'd have to ask the genius. Good question, though. Moonman says, how is it possible to have all these weapons and give the offense performance how consistent is this offense? How is it possible to have all these weapons and give this offense performance how consistent is this offense? Is it going to continue the whole year? I think so because the issue is coaching, and that's, that was my point. Kyle scapegoated Jeff Wilson Jr., who played freaking great today for the Miami Dolphins. Like, he's the reason the Niners weren't good enough. And they replaced him with another running back who kind of struggled today. Watching the offense is boring and repetitive, says the freak. 
and takes three to five business days to get into the red zone to kick a field goal. <laughs> hey, man, when they kicked the field goal from the two-yard line, that was pathetic. Josh Wyatt says, rank these five running back performances in Week 10. Debo, Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, CMC, Moser. Do we still think that position was the problem? Yeah, frankly, I mean, CMC was the worst. Uh, Mitchell and Wilson were the best. Imagine if they still had Wilson. <laughs> Wilson's so good. All right, let's talk about Jimmy Garoppolo real quick. Because I'm going to be negative, and I, they won, so I want to find people to praise. And I don't normally praise Jimmy Garoppolo. I wrote him off a long time ago. I feel like he's serviceable at best. And I'm not changing my opinion of him, but I got to praise him when he plays well. And he's played well two weeks in a row. He was good in this game. And, like, last week, two weeks ago against the Rams, he threw that pass right to Jalen Ramsey that Ramsey should have picked off. There were no passes in this game that definitely should have been picked off. Jimmy Garoppolo was a good game manager. He also had a touchdown run on a quarterback sneak. Nice. He also had a nice throw to Ike that should have been a touchdown that's dropped. Happens. But that's a nice throw. And then he made three big throws outside the numbers. One, scrambling to his right, hitting uh, Ray Ray McLeod. Jimmy, extending a play and throwing down the field outside the numbers. Wow. And then he had that throw to Kittle on third and 12 for 21 yards near the sideline. Wow. And then he had that throw to uh, Jawan Jennings on the left side toward the sideline on third and five for 12 yards. Wow. Where the hell has this been? Ever since Jimmy Garoppolo's come to the 49ers, he's been like allergic to the sideline. He won't throw those passes or he won't have anything on him. Tonight, he threw him, threw him well, and he had a little zip on him. If he could extend his game to the freaking sideline, that would be a huge addition for the offense. I mean, I know it's too much to ask Jimmy Garoppolo to start throwing 30, 40, 50 yards down the field. Like, that's not ever going to happen. It'd be nice. Not going to happen. But if he could start hitting those sideline throws, they're, they're available. They're open. Brandon Ayuk's open. Kittle's open over there. If you just had a quarterback who could get it out there, it's wide open all game, and Jimmy Garoppolo, after five years, figured it out. And I think this is a very positive development for the 49ers offense. This might be the most positive development so far. Adding a, a Christian McCaffrey at the expense of Jeff Wilson Jr. But Jimmy Garoppolo, who all of a sudden is using the whole field, if only just you know the first 20 yards, but the entire width of the field, Wow! That takes him from a serviceable quarterback to a, a maybe a decent quarterback? Decent? I don't know. But I think it's interesting that he essentially had a good game and the offense still stunk. And so for years, people have said, well, the reason the Niners offense isn't great despite all these weapons and Kyle Shanahan is Jimmy. Jimmy it, Jimmy's the limit. It's Jimmy's fault. Kyle's a genius for scheming around Jimmy's limitations. If only he had a better quarterback, he'd show you what a great coach he is. Well, Jimmy has certain limitations. He can't throw the ball down the field, but if he can hit the sideline throws and he not turn the ball over, I mean, he's not, he's not the biggest limiting factor of this offense right now. In fact, he's a positive it he's been a made a positive impact on the offense two weeks in a row I mean the biggest limiting factor in the offense is the coach not the quarterback it's funny I bet if I put up a, a, a poll right now on Twitter who's better at his job Kyle Shanahan or Jimmy Garoppolo Kyle Shanahan would win 
in a landslide. But today, Jimmy was better at his job. And maybe all season two, Jimmy Garoppolo is the backup quarterback. They didn't let him participate in training camp. Then they begged him to come back to the team. And he's playing fine. He's playing fine. Winning games once again. I want to give him praise. If he can keep up this level of play, he'll get a nice contract next year. Probably not from the 49ers, but from someone else. In which case, the Niners will get a nice comp pick. Um, But still, I do think it's interesting that Jimmy Garoppolo is playing some of the best football of his career, and it doesn't matter. 22 points against a bad team, and they won. But they got to fix this offense. And the problem isn't Jimmy, which makes it more complicated. Moonman says, uh, yeah, got you. Hold on. The Freak says, watching the offense is boring and repetitive. Yeah, got you too. R- got you. Sorry. Amtod99 says, just let's relax. The lucky fumble and awful drop by Ayuk is the reason we didn't drop 28+. plus. But I will say we came out flat off a of bye. LOL, just handcuff Kittle to McGlinchey if you're not going to throw to him. Um, I see what you mean. But I'm tired of, like, giving the Niners credit for, like, what could have happened or what theoretically should have happened. Like, I'm not blaming Kyle Shanahan entirely for just scoring 22 points. But if Ayuk, you know, fumbles and and drops a ball, like, that's poor execution. That's the whole offense. So you don't get credit for, like, plays you should have made. You didn't make the play. And if your offense is consistently not making the plays it needs to make, again, that goes back to the head coach. So, um... Should they have put up 28, 30 points? Obviously. Obviously. I, I picked them to put, to put up 28 points. They didn't. They didn't execute well. Frankly, their plan wasn't great. But they were clutch at the end. They could do better than 22 points. And that level of execution they showed today coming off a of bye week. Um, and I'm not talking like rookies making mistakes. The best players in the team. Seabass Johnson says Wilson is good, but Mitchell better. Same role. How about both of them on the same team? They're both cheap, too. Nathan Florence says, Ayuk uncharacteristically had an off-night fumble and dropped TD, but made up for it at the end. Jimmy played decent. Uh, McCold needs to be benched. Yeah, Ayuk had an off-night, but he was better than Debo. Tony Nagatani says, Offense has vastly improved with the threat of CMC's quickness and the threat of Debo's explosiveness, but Kyle hasn't figured out how to play with his toys and his play calling off rhythm, in my honest opinion. Yeah, well, I agree with your final um conclusion but i can't say the offense is vastly improved with the threat of mccaffrey until it actually improves it has the potential to vastly improve but it has to do it and that's up to kyle Derek says to me this team feels like they are still in training camp do you get that type of vibe as well if so please explain i have my theory it just feels like the niners are really content they beat the rams and they're like good we've proven ourselves and then they find themselves losing to the Chargers in the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh my God, how did this happen? And then now they've beaten the Chargers by six points, and I feel like the Niners, once again, feel great about themselves. Like, you're five and four. You're one of the biggest disappointments, underperforming teams in the league. Be humble. You squeaked away with the victory uh, over a team you should have handled. Don't beat your chest and say, you know, we're, we're the, one of the scariest teams in the league, or we're back. It's a new team. It's a new season. You're mediocre. 
sh- show a, a, show some excellent play for on offense for the first time, please. I don't know. It seems like they're really content and satisfied after like one win every time. 808 Niner says Kyle almost did it again, abandoned the run the first half when the Chargers went to a five-man front, but I guess he accidentally called a run and it worked against it and ran the ball in the second half. Also, it helped that he had Elijah Mitchell. They wouldn't have won, won the game without him. Seth Harvey says Jimmy tended two without throwing a TD. Says everything. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, him and Geno Smith are very similar, man. Like, guys that, they're solid, but you don't really want to give them five-year extensions. You don't want to give them a lot of money, but they're cool. Rick Holt says, can Trey come back and save the day in the playoffs? Jimmy has proven he can't win the Super Bowl. I don't know. It would have been nice if Trey had had a little bit more experience under his belt. Adam Paul says it was cool seeing Trey on the sideline today. Name a scenario where you see him playing this season. If Jimmy gets hurt in the playoffs. If Jimmy gets hurt in the playoffs, I can't imagine the Niners turn the team over to Brock Purdy. If Trey's medically clear. I just don't. Otherwise, it's, it's, Jimmy's, it's Jimmy's show. Flave says clutch Jimmy to Ayuk. Agree. On the sideline. That's the fourth throw on the sideline. Good call. On the run to Ray Ray, both outside the numbers. Name 10 quarterbacks better than him this year. Grant, keeping it real tonight. Respect. Dude, I, I don't know if I, I can't. I, I can't name ten quarterbacks. You, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on Jimmy tonight, man. Good for Jimmy. I don't think he's a top ten quarterback in the league, but if he does something good in the playoffs, I'll change my opinion. Steve says, never seen a Niners team this talented play this bad. Shanahan was far better calling for Mullins and Goodwin than he is with Jimmy. You know why? Because Mike McDaniel was here. <laughs> Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey, I, Kyle holds Jimmy back this year. It's crazy, man. It, he really does. And then you look at what. McDaniel's doing with Tua. Maybe that explains why the Niners got so much out of Jimmy in the past. Alex says the game ball goes to the defensive line. They shut down a good running offense without Armstead, Kinlaw, and Ebukam. Good call, Alex. Flave says they got 10 dudes back and have new guys. They will be fine. A lot of time. Got to get to playoffs and healthy. Jimmy got us. We're fine. Maybe. See, to me, that's the Niners' attitude. And I think that's part of the problem this year. We're fine. We're good. We're the same team. Nah, man. You're not fine. You're mediocre. You mess around. You've given away games you should have won. This could have been another one. I want to see the Niners play up to their potential and not down to their opponent. They have a sta- You're supposed to have a standard. This is a team that's been together a very long time. They're not young. I know they've had some injuries. Oh, every team has injuries. The Chargers are the team with injuries today. So I- I'd just like to see the Niners have a standard. I don't know. Usually Super Bowl teams do. But it's the mediocre parody era of the salary cap. I don't know. Maybe, maybe my standards are too high. Johnny says, Grant, here is what I saw. Jimmy made some clutch throws, and the Niners didn't play their best and won anyways. It's a good sign. Love adjustments. Ryan's and Shanahan made. Yes. Great. It's a great sign to win a game when you're not playing your best. Uh, at the same time, beating the Chargers, what does that prove? Not the Niners' fault. That's the team they had to face. Alex says, as good as McCaffrey what is, we have Mitchell and more. Why do we invest in offensive line or corner midseason? Um, that's what I said when the Niners traded for McCaffrey, but people didn't want to hear that. All right, let's talk about the why. Let's talk about why the 49ers offense still isn't good. So you got Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, Elijah Mitchell, Ray Ray McLeod, Jawan Jennings, all healthy, 22 points against a bad team. Uh, really struggled to run the ball against the worst run defense in the league. The Niners were so confident all week that they were just going to run the ball down the Chargers' throats. Just bully them. Didn't work. 
Christian McCaffrey got shut down. Elijah Mitchell did not. He was really powerful in the second in the fourth quarter. But really, what happened was the Chargers are so depleted. The Niners killed them in the time of possession. They were exhausted. But even an exhausted Chargers defense shut down uh, Christian McCaffrey in the fourth quarter. It was Mitchell who won that game for the Niners. They would not have won this game without Elijah Mitchell. He's the he is one of the main reasons they won. Wouldn't have won without him. And so my question is, how could the Niners have all this premium talent on offense and still be not good? Especially when the quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, is playing well. What is the deal? Well, the deal is Kyle Shanahan. And what's funny is he still hasn't found an identity for his offense this year. Maybe it's because he lost Mike McDaniel. But last year, in the past, the identity was run the ball and throw to Kittle. Last year, the identity was get the ball to Debo Samuel by any means possible. This year, that's not working. Debo's having a bad year, not a good year. And Kyle Shanahan made the decision a few weeks ago that he needed to trade for Christian McCaffrey to save the season. And it looked like a good trade against the Rams. But today, he got utterly shut down. And what you notice is that as good of a player as Christian McCaffrey is, he doesn't fit the 49ers' identity on offense. The Niners want to be the most physical offense in the league. Jeff Wilson Jr. fit that. Elijah Mitchell sure as hell fits that. Every running back except for Christian McCaffrey fits that identity. Christian McCaffrey, great player. But he's not going to get you the tough yards between the tackles. Especially with a lead late in the game. He's more of a scat back that you can get on the edge, in space, uh, throw screens to. You can line them up in the slot. There's so many things you can do. But is he improving their run game? No. You could say he might be improving their pass game. Or you could say he's taking targets away from wide receivers who could get the ball further down the field. So I think the Niners have an identity crisis on offense because while Kyle Shannon, instead of just... Featuring the players who are playing best this year, Ayuk, Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr., Kyle wants to feature Debo, who's a shell of himself, and Christian McCaffrey, who's been on the team for a minute and a half and frankly doesn't fit the identity that Kyle Shanahan has built here. So he hasn't figured out the right way to use McCaffrey. Today, he had to pretty much bench McCaffrey in the fourth quarter. So now, you've traded like half a draft for a backup running back? A scat back? Someone who's going to get 12, 13 carries a game and five targets and play second fiddle to Elijah Mitchell who runs harder? And you're still just going to score 22 points? That's strange to me. So, until Kyle Shanahan figures out what this offense is going to be, they're going to continue to struggle in the red zone. They're going to continue to struggle scoring points. And they're going to say, oh, you know, well, we moved the ball well. We had some mistakes. Uh, really, we're really good offense. No, it's all about how many points you score. And last year, the Niners became a good offense in the second half of the season because they figured out that if they hand the ball to Debo, he would score one, at least one touchdown a game. Well, where's the cheat code this year? All I know is that Jeff Wilson Jr. was phenomenal today in Miami. I mean, you could argue that Jeff Wilson Jr. 
is a better fit in the Niners offense and is having a better season than Christian McCaffrey. Nothing against Christian McCaffrey. But you had a good running back who runs really freaking hard. Now you got Elijah Mitchell who runs really freaking hard. Mitchell and, and Wilson would have been a terrific one-two punch that fit the Niners' identity and they're cheap. Now you got to find a way to incorporate Christian McCaffrey, who's a little bit different, and forge a new identity. And they haven't done it yet. And they got eight weeks to figure it out. And they don't have Chris, and they don't have Mike McDaniel here. You can't blame. I mean, yeah, Mike McGlinchey's terrible, but and the Niners can't really run to the right side anymore. But the, the offensive line isn't killing them. Uh. The weapons are not killing him. The quarterback isn't killing him. It's this coach who doesn't know what he wants to do on offense. He has all these weapons and doesn't know what to do with them. And this is what I said before they drafted, traded for Christian McCaffrey. I said, you have already have a ton of talent on offense. Kyle can't make it work. It's like you have all these ingredients and Kyle can't meld them together. And now you add in another expensive ingredient. What's he going to do with it? So we're going to have to see Kyle Shanahan really figure out something that works. Today, give him credit. He figured out, if I'm going to win this game, I'm, I'm riding with Elijah Mitchell. I don't care that I traded for Christian McCaffrey and that people are probably going to bring up the fact that he didn't play well today and that maybe that trade wasn't super necessary. He did what he had to do to win. I'm curious if he's going to keep doing that, though, because he needs to keep using Elijah Mitchell. He runs harder than Christian McCaffrey. He's tougher to tackle than Christian McCaffrey. He gets more yards after contact than Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, better receiver. And I, I feel like this trade for McCaffrey just allowed Kyle Shanahan to ignore the real issue, which is himself. The issue is he needs to figure out what he wants to do with this offense now that Mike McDaniel's gone. Just adding another running back who's different, has a different style, doesn't necessarily fix everything. Kyle Shanahan still needs to look in the freaking mirror. And what is the Niners' offense? They don't have an offense. A, a bunch of motion? A bunch of pre-snap motion. I mean, what is the purpose of all the pre-snap motion? You have matchup advantages all over the field. Kittle, Debo, Ayuk. I mean, you don't need to have everyone running like a half a mile before the freaking snap to get someone open. Just line up and play. Kyle's so cute with his offense when he's paid all this money and draft capital for premium players. Would you just line up and let him play? And get out of the way. Kyle's the problem. And you thought, oh, okay, well, he beat the Rams. He got McCaffrey. He's got a bye week. He's going to figure it out. No, he hasn't. I'm starting to feel like he's not going to figure it out. And the person who would have figured it out is the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. So good thing the 49ers have terrific defense and special teams. Well, let's say defense. I just, I'm starting to feel like this offense may not necessarily come around. Like, is Kyle Shanahan magically going to get good ideas? You give him Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, he can't figure out how to be, how to leverage them to make each other better? 
What a genius. Kyle doesn't get CMC outside. Same with Debo. Yeah, he just runs it between the tackles. Same way he does with uh, Trey Lance. Team has too much offensive talent for this production. Shanahan is always a lesser coach than his rookie defensive coordinators. That says all you need to know. Says Steve. Agree. Rick says Kyle doesn't trust Jimmy to throw the ball on second and third and long, and that's why their offense sucks. Jimmy did a good job on third and long all season. The key to fixing this offense is changing 69 out. It did do wonders last year. It's November. Wins matter. Peaking now doesn't. All right. Well, the Niners started to peak in November last year. So if they could peak at some point, that would be great because they haven't even approached like a foothill. What happened to our play-action game? Oh, I think we talked about that. It's gone. It doesn't exist. And it's gone. Um, Larry T. says, This offense needs to watch tape of Montana Young Super Bowl runs to understand how many points can be scored with this type of talent. Yeah, man, if Bill Walsh had this talent, you'd think they'd be... If Mike McDaniel had this talent, they'd be putting up 40 points. Darian Diaz highlights says, Two things stood out. They need to get Kittle Juice and Jennings the ball. Those dudes run with an attitude, and the team feeds off it. Yup. I feel you on that. Jennings definitely does. He was good. How many drive-killing mistakes does Jake Brindle get to make before he gets run out of town? Jeff Wilson fumbled twice while averaging five yards per carry. Yeah, Jake Brindle's so bad. He's really bad. Who could have seen that coming? Glory. Says Kyle doesn't get CMC outside. We got you. All right, let's keep it going. One more negative thing. We got to talk about it. Debo Samuel is not the same player he was last year. He's like, he's not a good wide receiver anymore. He doesn't get open. He catches a very low percentage of his targets. Today he caught two passes on six targets. He had like 24 receiving yards. It's terrible. Terrible. He looks slower than he used to be. His hands are worse. His entire game as a wide receiver looks sloppy. As a running back today, he was actually effective, and I think he should have scored a rushing touchdown if Trent Williams could have blocked someone. You know what I'm talking about. It was in the first quarter, first half. Debo Samuel got the ball. I get the nine. Had a nice, strong run. Trent Williams just blocked, just whiffed entirely, and Debo didn't get in. Um, so he's still, like, he's still the Hulk. I was sitting next to Tom Rathman in the, in the press box. Love Tom Rathman. Former Niners running backs coach. And when Debo runs the ball, Tom had just complete admiration. And this is, Tom Rathman was one of the strongest, toughest running runners, you know, in franchise freaking history. And he's watching Debo being like, God, I mean, you can't bring this guy down. Yes, he still has that, but that's it. And he's not a running back. You know, he's going to get two or three or four carries a game, and they're going to give the rest, the, the other 20, 30 to freaking McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. So what is Debo's role on this team? You took, you took the running back role away from him, which is a big reason you paid him in the first place, and now you're saying be an all-pro wide receiver, and he had two catches on six targets for 24 yards uh, while Jimmy was playing well, and Ayuk had a bunch of catches, and freaking Jennings had a bunch of catches. What is Debo's problem? All of a sudden, he's making 20-something million dollars a year, and Jennings is outplaying him? I don't know, man. Debo's had a really weird year. He was great last year, and then all we've seen from him is Debo at the club, Debo at the Warriors game, Debo dressed up. I'm like, who does he want to be? Does he want to be the player he was last year, or does he want to be like a star? Does he want to be Lil Baby? I, I don't know. Because right now, it seems like we see him a lot on the weekends, 
We see him courtside. We see him, but we don't see him on the field. We don't see him making plays. How many plays has he made this year? He had the nice run against Seattle week two. He had the nice catch against the Rams was that week five. That's about it. And last year, it was two or three plays a game. I don't know. And it's funny. I think the Niners had a lot of these concerns with Debo this offseason. They weren't particularly eager to just write him a check. And I think some of the questions they had was, how motivated is Debo? Does D- Debo can be great. He showed it last year. Does he want to be great? Does he need to be great? Or does he just want the bag? Does he just want the check? Was he content to show what he's capable of once and then he'll sit on that the rest of his career and say, look what I could have been, but I had these excuses or these mitigating circumstances. That was a question they had. They also had questions about his fitness and his durability. Well, all those questions are still questions right now. Um... And I think this whole issue, Debo, is one reason to be very concerned about the 49ers. Yeah, they beat the Chargers, but how were they going to lose to the Chargers? They would have had to turn the ball over three times to lose to the Chargers. Uh, What about when you're in the playoffs? Is Debo going to be six, seven targets for two catches and 30 yards? If so, the Niners are going to have a tough time winning unless their defense is just phenomenal. Debo kind of needs to, like, show up at some point this season. They're paying him enough. I mean, George Kittle isn't quite the player he used to be, but he's freaking 29. And he catches the ball when it comes his way, unlike Debo. Debo's in his prime, and he can't get open? What is his excuse? Other than he's had an awful year. It's on Debo, man. And it's on Kyle to stop forcing him the ball. Recognize that... You have three or four or five players out playing Debo Samuel right now. Make Debo Samuel earn his touches. If he wants to get six targets, make him lose six pounds. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like body shaming him. He's a professional athlete who got his second contract. He got the most guaranteed money of any 49ers player ever, man. Can you be in the shape that they want you to be in? I know Wes Welker made you be 215, but he's gone now. And I don't know if Leonard Hankerson can enforce that. Until someone does, the Niners are going to be searching for something on offense. So, it's on Debo. And it's on Kyle to stop forcing him the ball until he freaking earns it. Um, Derek says, everything you're saying brings me back to the thought of this offense is still in freaking training camp. It's like he has no idea what to do. McDaniels. Uh, Yeah, sorry. This offense stinks and it's the head coach's fault. Brandon says Debo was out for the bag for his family. That's it. I don't know. Glory says, where's the Debo jet sweeps? Uh, in Miami. They're running in with other players. Mike McDaniel. You notice the Chiefs traded for Kadarius Tony, gave him number 19, and run him on jet sweeps. They're trolling Kyle Shanahan. Andy Reid came here and beat Kyle Shanahan with jet sweeps. He was like, remember this stuff that you don't run anymore? I do. Really makes you think. Uh, got you. Um, got you. Every th- oh, got you. <laughs> Eight oh eight niner says Jimmy Ward is getting cooked out there. Womack must be in the doghouse. Yeah, Ward is just not a nickelback. It's unfair that they play him there. Tashawn Gibson is not a particularly great free safety. It doesn't make any sense that Jimmy Ward's playing. 
nickel. Brandon Pin says we should get some picks back for Debo. We got the money and now is out of shape slow. Well, the Niners really weren't getting a, a lot of big offers for Debo Samuel this offseason before he got the bag and before he showed that he was overweight and slow. Now, to trade him, the Niners wouldn't get much salary cap relief off the bat, and I bet you those deals would be, those offers would be even lower. What were the Niners getting offered? Like roughly like a mid-first? A mid-first for Debo? Now what would it be? A late first? A late first? A second? I don't know. Anyway, it's not happening. Let's talk big picture. So the Niners played down to the Chargers. The offense underperformed once again. Uh, it wasn't the kind of performance that inspires a ton of confidence in the fan base. But they took care of business. They won the game. They're 5-4. and four. The Seahawks lost. And so now the Niners are a half game out of first place. And the Seahawks don't look great. I mean, the Seahawks, when they scored 19, 19 points and 16, they, they look great. They, if you shut down Kenneth Walker, you shut down the, the Seahawks. They're a lot like the Niners in that Geno Smith is decent, but he's not going to, like, if you put the game on his shoulder, he's not going to win. He needs the help of a defense in a run game. And, I mean, I think the Niners can shut down Kenneth Walker. They did it already. He doesn't look that great. He looks okay. He's not Marshawn Lynch. So the Niners, I mean, even though they're an underperforming, inconsistent mess, they're still the best team in their division. They still should win their division. And then once they get there, like, the only two teams that, to me, are legit contenders right now in the NFC are the Eagles and the Vikings. And I know you, like, sneer at the Vikings, but they're 8-1, and one, right? They just beat the, the Bills today. It was an amazing comeback. The Niners have beaten the Vikings in the past, but this is a different Niners team. It's a different Vikings team. Um, but still, like, there's a scenario where the Niners don't face either of those teams in the playoffs. I mean, there's a scenario where, you know, the Vikings just lose in the first round because it's Kirk Cousins. And, you know, as, as impressive as the Eagles have been so far, they haven't really beaten anyone good. They could get knocked off by Dallas or something, and the Niners could get really lucky. And not have to face either one of those teams. And, and uh, cruise. They could cruise to the Super Bowl. Now, they couldn't cruise past the, the Chargers. But theoretically, they could cruise to the Super Bowl. Um, but eventually, they're probably going to have to face Buffalo and, or, or Kansas City. And if that happens, it's not good. Um, it feels like to beat one of those teams in the playoffs, you have to have a quarterback who can kind of go throw for throw with them, and I don't know. I don't think the Niners do. But big picture, they they won a game they needed to win. They, they should have won. Uh, the division stinks. The schedule is easy. They're looking at a first, you know, a home game in the first playoff game. I mean, that's what they're on pace for. Now they got to take care of business and not lose to freaking Colt McCoy next week. If that's who plays. But big picture, the Niners are in a good spot. And uh, to Flave's point earlier, if they could just peak at the right time and get their, their offense going, you know, in late December, that would be great. But I think it's, it's fair to question whether they're going to get the offense going because Mike McDaniel isn't walking through that door. The brains of the operation are in Miami. So if you're waiting on the genius 
to show his creativity with all this talent, he would have done it today. They were coming off a bye week. He had 14 days to, to, to express all of his greatest creativity. That's what Andy Reid does routinely. I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it's going to happen. But maybe the defense is just that good. I don't know. We'll see. Big picture, it's a good day for the 49ers. Even if I found stuff to complain about. I have to. Brandon Penn says no matter who we have, always a nail-biter new coach. Adam Paul says if Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't the NFL, what would his profession be? I say it would be an adult film industry. I don't know, man. That's kind of a strange thing to say. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. That's a tough question. Outside of UDFA, RB, Shanahan makes talented players play worse. No coaching or player development. Rigid scheming. Seattle better with a bad roster. Yeah, I would have to say so. I would have to say so. I don't know what it is, but um, him adding Christian McCaffrey is kind of backfiring because now everyone realized that Kyle is the issue. Can't blame the running backs. Can't blame the quarterback. I mean, you could blame the right tackle. He's terrible, but we all know it's not all his fault. So it's Kyle. Kyle, you put the uh, <laughs> you put the target on your own back on that one. I don't think you thought that through. Yep. All right, guys. It's 1130. It's time for me to um, drive home to Oakland. Thanks for watching, everyone. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'll be doing my show with Ryan. Larry, then I got my dad on Tuesday. I'll be flying to Colorado Springs on Thursday. I'm going. I'm going to the practices. And then I'm going to Mexico City. My wife ditched me. She was going to go, and then she was like, I don't want to go anymore. So I'm going by myself. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be an adventure. And the payoff will be Colt McCoy. Can't wait. Thank you, Muhammad. Couple more. I'm out, guys. Thanks for watching. It was late. Appreciate you all. See you tomorrow. Let's, let's sleep on this and find more things to complain about tomorrow because I like complaining. It's fun.